0: Why is your content not working for you? I'm Kate Butler-Ross, and this is the Content Download. Seth Godin says, content marketing is the only marketing left. Really? Because you're doing all the things that the experts are telling you to do, like sharing value, telling people what you offer, showing up consistently on your social channels, and it's crickets out there. Why does it all feel so hard? Maybe you're a special case. Maybe content just doesn't work for you or for your business. Maybe you're right, the market is just too competitive and too overcrowded and that's why you can't get any traction. Well, how about this instead? Maybe the real reason your content isn't working for you is quite simply because you're not being intentional enough with it. This is something I see happening so much, online business owners putting out good content that they've spent valuable time creating, but sharing it without knowing where it fits in the puzzle of marketing their business, which is why in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you all about content that moves your business forward and sharing a few of my favorite tips for you to steal. Welcome to episode 19 of the content download, why your content isn't growing your business and how to turn that around. So you're showing up and putting stuff out there, but maybe you're not really considering what each piece of content is actually doing for your business. Now, for the most part, you want to be creating evergreen content. And by that, I mean content that speaks to the consistent struggles that your audience are facing and will be as relevant to them now as it might be in 12 months time. The reason that's important is because then you know that every piece of content you create has a life beyond that one day on social media. But beyond that, how else can you make sure that a piece of content is going to move your business forward? Well, by getting really clear of what its purpose is. Because when you start to create mainly evergreen content and get really clear on the strategic purpose of each piece that you're sharing, that is when you step out of you know mad creator mode where you feel like you're constantly having to reinvent the wheel just to get some traction and... Move into a space where content starts to serve you and your business. It starts to feel like it's worth all that time and energy that you're investing in it. So how do you do that? Well, for starters, you've got to stop having a great idea, creating that piece of content in a mad frenzy, and then just shoving it out there without a second thought. This does not mean you can't create inspired content in the moment. I am a huge fan of of kind of acting on those kind of content downloads, which, um, you know, which you just got to get in the moment and you just have to share and they have this amazing, incredible energy about them and people receive them in a different way. But what it does mean is that when you have those content downloads, um, that you take a pause before you sit down to create it and ask yourself these three things. Number one, what one piece of value do I want this piece of content to give to my audience? And by that, I mean, what lesson will they learn? What new skill, what new perspective will they be taking away from this piece of content? Number two, what do you want them to know or understand from this piece of content maybe you're challenging a limiting belief or educating them a little about why your solution works or helping them overcome overcome an objection or demonstrating that you're a total expert at what you do number three what action do you want them to take at the end you don't want them to just read your beautifully crafted content and think "Hmm, that's nice and then scroll on you want them to do something about it what is it the reason you want to know these things before you create your content is quite simply it will save you time. It will save you time and it will keep you focused on what this piece of content is actually about. You will end up creating a better piece of content when you know that you have got those 3 objectives clear in your head. You'll be super aware of when you're going off on a tangent or overcomplicating things and you'll have a clear thread to follow that goes all the way through from the attention-grabbing first line to the call to action at the end. And by the way, a really good tip for making sure that you are keeping your content focused on the end goal is to write your call to action first. And I would also point out here to remember the rule of one. Don't overcomplicate it. One piece of value, one new idea, one new perspective, one CTA is enough. Now, a really quick way to help you figure out all these three things is, you know, what's the value? What do you want them to take away? What action do you want them to take? Is by having a clear set of content goals that are going to move your business forward. So I'm going to just really quickly share a few of my favorite content goals that you can steal and use yourself. So the first content goal that you could use is demonstrating your expertise. So this is showing people that you know what you're talking about, and it's a really important part of your customer journey. So, for example, you could do an Ask Me Anything thread inside a Facebook group or on your platform. Number two, a really great content goal is to solve a problem for your ideal customer. The easiest way to show them that you can help them is actually to... Stop telling them and start doing it instead. So that's why a really great goal is to solve one of your customer's evergreen problems. Now, this doesn't mean you have to give the whole shebang away for free, but maybe what you do is you solve the first part of a bigger problem, which maybe your paid solution or even your freebie, if that's the next step, helps to solve even further. So you could do this with a how-to or a tutorial video or something like that. Number three, my um, third favorite content goal is to use your content to strengthen your relationship with your audience. One thing people get so caught up in at the moment is focusing on getting more people into their audience. But you know, while that is really important, while we want to be growing our audiences, you should never do this at the expense of those who have already opted in to be there. Your first priority really needs to be loving on them, nurturing them, serving them and building a relationship with them. Because a small engaged audience is so much more important than a large audience who barely knows who you are. So a great um, way to strengthen your relationship with your audience, for example, is to do more Facebook Lives. You know, let them see your face, hear your voice, see how you act in real time. It's a great way to start to grow more rapport with the people who are already in your audience. Number four is to use your content to grow your list. we want to be moving our customers off social media onto a platform that we can control and that obviously means growing your email list you own the emails on your email list it's a more intimate space to serve your clients as well so um, a great content goal would be using that piece of content to direct people to a freebie that you have or um, to to sign up um, to your newsletter and you know just FYI it's not usually enough to say sign up to my newsletter and I'm going to email you every week you have to give them a, a really good incentive to want to do that. And finally, um, my fifth favorite um, uh, content goal, and I have to say this is in no particular order, order. I'm not ranking them one to five. Number five is no like and trust. This is so essential. In a world where your product or service is unlikely to be unique, People are choosing you based on your no like, and trust factor. And in the old days, this was part and parcel of being part of the community. You knew who your local grocer was or your accountant or your dentist was because they lived in the same community as you. You talked to them on the street about the weather and you went to the same social engagements and your kids went to school together. Online, there is no point of reference. You're just a name and a, a little kind of profile picture, and maybe you've got a website. And so, we have to work really hard to, you know, break down those barriers and grow that know, like, and trust, which is why sharing things like behind the scenes posts of your life, you know, that show you walking your talk and living by your values and, you know, a little bit of your personality, etc., is so important. You know, people often think, you know, I can just show up as a professional all the time. What does it matter? Why do I have to show who I am? This is why the know, like, and trust. And, you know, they are not getting it from other ways, particularly when you're online. They have no one who knows you personally. They haven't bumped into you into the shop this is how you do it through um sharing behind the scenes sharing stories about your life it's so powerful and it's a really great content goal So those ones are my favorite five um, in terms of content goals and I think it's quite obvious that one piece of content can easily serve more than one content goal at a time. You can create a piece of content that solves a problem and demonstrates your expertise and grows your list for example but getting really clear on what your goals are is how you start to make your content more intentional so you drive your business forward. So get clear on your content goals know what value you're giving, know what you want them to understand, know what action you want them to take. Those content goals I've just shared are going to really help you with that. But there are, of course, many, many more to add to that list. This is exactly the stuff I teach my students inside my monthly membership Fearless content. And getting clear on this stuff really is the key to moving out of that mad creator mode to creating and leveraging your content with purpose and intention. Now, I'm really excited because in a short time, we are going to be opening the doors of Fearless content to new members. This little membership has been going for nearly a year now. I kind of started it at the beginning of um, spring 2020, and um, it's been a small but mighty cohort of founding members for the last year, and we've been having so much fun learning and growing together. We've had the most awesome monthly guest experts coming in and teaching everything from podcasting to high converting freebies. And there's also loads of opportunity to get access to me through the live Q&As, a monthly hot seat call, as well as a um, monthly copy class, which we've just started, um, where I teach you to help polish up your copywriting and storytelling skills. So if you want to get on the wait list so you do not miss the short time that the doors are open, you can literally hop onto the link in the show note notes and join the waiting list there and you will be the first to know when um, doors open and you can jump on inside and get access to all of that lovely stuff, all the um, past year's worth of masterclasses that we've been running. We've had things on messaging, we've had masterclasses on storytelling, we've had masterclasses on how to, um, your mindset and visibility, um, and, uh, also to, um, be able to jump onto my monthly hot seat and have your content, um, critiqued and, um, brainstormed directly with me. It's, Just such a great little group and I'm just so excited to um, extend the invitation to more amazing entrepreneurs. So if you want to um, join us and if you're excited and and don't wanna miss the doors open, make sure you do jump on that wait list, which um, you can find the link in the show notes of um, this episode. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do subscribe. And if you haven't left a review yet, please do leave a review as well. I appreciate each and every single one.